0: Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelly Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it and always some education along the way. Good morning world. Shelly Shearer here and I hope you are having a fantastic day. I apologize that I have been a of almost the better part of this week without a, a fresh podcast. I was recovering from a weekend of frivolity and then had to move straight into canning peaches which couldn't wait once they're ripe they got to be done so i needed to do that on monday and now i'm fighting a summer cold you know there's nothing worse in my world i think than just finally having the sun come out it'd be a beautiful beautiful day and you feel like crawling into bed with your neo citron in a box of kleenex it's like really really so if my voice is a little groggy that's uh that's why but I'm in a great mood despite all that because I just got back from my having my hair done. You know, there is nothing better than a fresh haircut. And I have an amazing hairdresser. So yeah, it just makes you feel good. So wedding on the weekend, we made an adventure. So do you make adventures in your life? Because really I'm sort of one of those people that's will kind of make do with whatever the situation throws me unless something you know I paid for something and it's not what was being delivered that sort of thing but we knew we weren't getting much when we booked what we booked so here's what happened lovely young couple Melissa and Jameson Murray got married on the weekend I know them from my Visalis days when I was very heavily involved in a network marketing company and although they're 27 years younger than we are, we have kept in touch. I actually joined them in a second business many years later called Jeunesse. Uh, I use their skincare, quite love it. And they have a couple of anti-aging products that uh, that I'm a huge fan of. And we've kept in touch. And they used to call me Vi Mom because I am the looker after of everybody. So we were invited to their wedding and we were very honored to, to have been included. So Squamish is a... Um, so, I I, you, I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, or just outside Vancouver, British Columbia, and we have the amazing coastal range mountains. Now, Squamish is a small town that is in between Vancouver and Whistler Blackcomb, which is one of the top 10 ski resorts on the planet, and it is really growing a lot. So, this young couple moved up moved up there a couple of years back. Housing was getting out of control in the lower mainland and bought their first place, and then Jameson opened his own motorcycle shop. So if you are in British Columbia and you're up in North Shore, the Squamish, Pemberton, Whistler area, and you need your bike worked on, Jamison Murray is the man to go see. I do not know the name of his shop, and I probably should have looked that up before starting this podcast, but I'll find it, and then I can I can give him a big shout-out. She had a dream. She wanted to be married... Uh, in And she has some venue kind of specifications that she really wanted to go to. And it was fabulous. It was definitely an adventure. It wasn't your kind of normal wedding. So we show up at the Executive Inn in Squamish. And I should have followed my team, you know, that little um, th- voice inside your head that says, Yeah, change your shoes but I didn't. So I'm in three and a half inch spikes and we are going out onto the golf course unbeknownst to me. So no one was kind of clear on what the venue was going to look like. This was sort of, sort of all a surprise. So regardless, I packed sandals for getting up and down the gondola later and just for getting around. I was a little unsteady that day, just having one of those days with my fibromyalgia and we, but they did have vehicles. So we were all farriered out to the fifth or seventh, uh, Tea box this golf course has been abandoned for about four years or closed down. I think they do something called Frisbee golf there not really clear on that but apparently it's a new thing up there. so everything's mowed and maintained not quite you know to the standards of a, of a high-end golf course but it's certainly cared for and we come around this little winding p- cart path because that's really what we're on to this we open up to this um, opening and it is just stunning. Beautiful knoll, which actually, I guess at one point probably would have been a very large tea box. All white covered fabric chairs all set up floral arrangement the front for the bride and groom signing table and it's just gorgeous and it's 37 degrees (laughs) it was just smoking and a lot of the guests now Jameson has a Scottish background so he they were in full kilts and and paraphernalia they looked spectacular and so his family being European and that does tend to be the way a little more dressed up in fact I was very sad that I didn't put the connection together and no more because I have a tray of what they call fasteners fascinators fasteners they go in your hair they're like the British pretend hats I'm a girly girl love that crap and uh, anyways but his aunts and stuff that had come in from Ontario they were dressed to the nines and it is just sweltering hot so we're hiding under the trees until the very last minute the ceremony was beautiful and what's very attractive about this couple is they are best friends You know, they are in love. Um, They definitely, you know, have passion. They have been together for years. They're a very young couple, but they're very solid down to earth people and they are very much supportive in each other's lives. And I say that very candidly because that attribute about them makes you want to be around them. They're people you want to be around. You never not want to be around Jameson and Melissa. You just don't. They're just a lovely, lovely young couple and we just couldn't be more thrilled for them. So we the ceremony happened, we all got a little sun sunburn, uh, the groomsmen were handing out ice cold waters as we sat down, which was just brilliant, I love people to plan. We make our way back to the hotel, and champagne toast, we do a big group shot, and we head off to the reception. Now, we didn't have time before the wedding to stop at the hotel my husband had booked. We could find nothing in town, there was apparently five or six weddings happening, and a big bike event in, Squa- in Whistler's, which when everything books out and Whistler and gets expensive, people just start making their way down to Squamish to stay. So traffic was insane getting up there and we, you know, just didn't have that extra half an hour, 45 minutes to be farting around. So we just went to the, went to the, uh, the ceremony and figured we'd, uh, we'd, uh, deal with everything later. So we got changed quickly at the hotel, attended the wedding and, went to the hotel before going up the gondola for the reception. Now the reason you hear laughter in my voice is this is where the adventure begins. I turned this wedding weekend into a date because it's you know two and a half hours away from our home You know when we are going to be drinking. So there's no drinking and driving and we don't want to be dealing with that kind of distance at 12 o'clock at night. We needed a hotel room. The place is booked out. I left it a little too late and uh, finally you know, my husband and I were getting to the point of maybe borrowing the trailer from our neighbor and just leaving it in the parking lot and just crashing in that for the night and heading home. And my husband says, let me handle it. Now, I really should have just let him handle it in the first place. I may handle kind of the finances and our, our day-to-day life and travel plans, but he travels for a living and hotels are his thing. That man has actually, the last couple of years, has gotten some of the most amazing deals and fabulous places he's taken me to just through some of these neat little funky websites. So he goes off searching and finds us a room. Now there's another couple that live in Squamish that are attending the wedding that are our demographic, that we've known for years as well since Visalus. And when we told them we're staying at the Chieftain, they were they, their eyes went round, and we went, uh oh, that's not a good look. So we stop in. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of a two-level billion-year-old little hotel hole in the wall with a redneck bar attached to it. Okay not even (laughs) three-star. It was clean and friendly, but man, let me tell you, like I say, you don't take your shoes off. Just, you just don't. And we walk into this little teeny room and there's no air conditioning and it is just smoking hot. There's no point opening windows or drapes because Southern exposure, sun is beating right on us. We thought, okay, you know what? Nothing we can do about it. We have a cold. uh, I have a glass of champagne that I packed with me. They had a little fridge, which was great. Keith had a cold beer, and we head off to the reception. And it's just like, okay, we'll see what it's like when we get back at midnight. Now, the whole room was sixty-seven dollars taxes in. Okay, And interesting time. Part of that was because they were there. Was you know what? Adventure. And yes, that is a ringing so phone in background. So we had up to I our reception. It is the most gorgeous, there we go, gorgeous view, and I highly recommend and this. If you so are we do buy the price, Canada and then and by the friends' coast, reactions to face. the face, it's certainly not inexpensive. Okay, this is going, going up be, the gondola, up the big chief. It's a, a rock face here that people come from all around the world to to rock climb and. And such, and it is really quite something. And the gondola ride—I have not been up in that area in almost a decade. I did not realize that they had turned our old. Uh, there was an old mine hanging off the cliff. They've turned that into a museum. Just you know, Squamish is really growing. There's new shopping centers there, new housing. It's becoming almost a satellite community of Vancouver. And they've done this gondola, and you get to the top, and there's a huge cafeteria, gift st- stop, uh, um, gift store, story, and there's. Trails leading up out the mountain. It is in a, in, a, in a lovely suspension bridge. Fabulous. It is absolutely gorgeous. <clears throat> However, we're around the back, you know, away from the cafeteria in this private room. There is no air conditioning. You go out on the deck, thank heavens there was a, a beautiful breeze. And you are just looking straight down into, into one of the our um, inlets. On the ocean it it really was it just it was just all of it was just lovely just the heat and all that was just a little overwhelming so you know what you adapt so it's a great evening unfortunately uh typical me you know the music started playing it was i turned it into a date weekend i want to dance my husband can can jive and uh, we enjoy dancing so i was a dancing fool like i normally am Now you might not think that's a big deal, but with uh, when you're a fibromyalgia sufferer, I have to be very careful about muscular um, expenditure because when I overdo it, my muscles seize or they exhaust themselves, and then I'm in a lot of pain for a couple of days. More so than a regular workout. Like when I was, I've always been very, very active. So you know, you do a great weight training. I used to love weight training. I loved being tight and toned and 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 in shape. And I played squash. And I grew. I just grew up being very active. And you know what that is like day two, one or two after a really great workout and you're so sore, but you're like, oh, it feels great. Yeah, it's not like that. (laughs) You don't feel like job well done. You just hurt. So yeah, that took a few days of getting over. So again, hence my apology for no podcast for a few days. I have been canning peaches because that is the time of the year for us here in British Columbia. And although maybe not the thing I eat the most, they are my husband's treat. And once the peaches are ripe, they have to be done. So Monday, instead of being in my office and, and kind of recapping my weekend and getting going with things, I'm destroying my kitchen and uh, and getting his winter canning done for him. Because that is how I say I love him. These are the things. He loves that and he appreciates it. And they are the things that I do for him. So those things are important in a relationship. Just like him taking me for away for the weekend, I'm pretty sure he probably could have given or taken the wedding and the whole cost and the overnight and blah, blah, blah. But he did that for me and I do this for him. That's kind of how a successful relationship is gonna work. Any relationship, whether you know you have a business partner or you have a life partner, there's give and take and there's looking after the other person to a certain extent so that they feel loved and appreciated. So we head down the gondola at 10 o'clock because we're not gonna make it till midnight. Meet for uh, meet at the pub with our other friends to have a snack. Dinner was lovely, but it was quite small. And these are men that are over six feet tall. They, you know, the day was rushed. We're, we're basically dropping animals to sitters, heading up there. You know, there's no lunch and all that kind of stuff. It's just been kind of go, go, go. And these boys are looking for food and they get an appetizer for dinner. So it was, it was just a little bit, um, we need food, ladies. So we head down at 10 o'clock. I've danced for 90 minutes. I'm sore. And I just had a wonderful time. We get back to the hotel earlier than we planned. Now, when we booked this hotel, we were told, you know, this is the rate, but you need to understand there's an event. We're thinking event, ballroom. Yeah, no, the Chieftain is a is a two-level ancient hotel with a real redneck bar in the basement, and that, in the main floor, and that is what we were over. Our room was over the entrance to the bar. Not an event, <laughs> okay, a bar with the, like a one o'clock closing. So we're home earlier than we planned. The bed is vibrating with the music. We can hear every word the DJ is saying. We can pretty much hear what people are saying in the pub. We are laughing. At least there was Wi-Fi. we're on the bed, we've got our iPod pads and we're just killing ourselves but we are kinda tired and we don't want to be drinking anymore but they announced last call and then they opened the karaoke machine. <laughs> It was spectacular. It was spectacular. And once the karaoke machine was shut down, we figure, okay, we're good to go. Yeah, no. They just kicked everyone out of the bar onto the sidewalk outside of our bedroom window. So I've got a sidewalk full of drunk people fighting, cussing, calling cabs, stealing other people's cabs, and talking at the top of their lungs and laughing. It It was an experience to say the least. So that was our adventure. Would I have traded it? Not on your life. I mean, what am I going to podcast about if I don't have really seedy hotel? Don't take your shoes off. You might as well be in the pub while you're in the bathtub type stories. (laughs) They're just, you just, you just can't write this stuff yourself. So that was our weekend. It was wonderful to have some time together and I hope you took time for yourself. I will catch you all on the flip side. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you'd like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.